0: Welcome back to the Backyard Spiral. Over these past few weeks, it's been very action-packed. We've had a lot of things coming down, a lot of news breaking. And one thing I kind of want to kick off the episode with is some some news that broke last week. And it was our beloved manager, Jurgen Klopp, announced that he'll be retiring at the end of the season. So it's not effective immediately. He's been with the team since 2015, obviously very respected across the board, the whole Premier League, other coaches, Pep, I know had a lot of things to say about it. And this is news that was a little shocking to me, but I'm not really sure how long managers stay in the Premier League or anything like that. But I watched the interview of his reasoning and all that, and he's getting, he's not too old. He's uh, 57 right now. And his reasoning for him leaving is he just wants to be able to give it his all he wants to be able to be the high energy coach for liverpool and he said that he still can be now but he just doesn't want to be forced out so he just wants to end on a high note and liverpool has been doing great this year so i think he's doing just very respected by the players various other managers and he's been with the reds for a long time and Hopefully we'll be able to close out the season and win a championship with him. But I know you said you had a few things to say about him, so I'll let you kind of take that away.
1: Yeah, first of all, just to just to talk about the uh, the the league season so far, I think we've been we've been doing a great job. We've been on fire all year oh, yeah. long. Um, it's been great fo- uh, following Liverpool and their success. Um, obviously, Jurgen Klopp, one of the best um, uh, managers in the world um certainly in the premier league him and obviously pep uh are probably the two most recognizable most accomplished best i think it's going to be kind of shocking and 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 sad that you have uh your coach leaving like that but there is a name out there of a of a coach that i want all right okay and he's sorry He's a club legend at Liverpool. He was a member of the 2005 um, Champions League winning team. Okay. He's had success internationally. He's won a World Cup as a player, and now in Germany, just like Klopp was. So Jurgen Klopp, before he came to Liverpool, uh, was at was at Dortmund. My guy, I have his jersey, Chabi Alonso. He's the one. Oh, okay. That I think, you know, I think it's a natural. It's it's probably a natural step up for him, uh, because he's at he's at Bayern Leverkusen. I don't know if I said that right. Uh, but they are absolutely killing it in the Bundesliga. They're ahead of um Bayern Munich. Who's I I like they you know their dominance of the Bundesliga is crazy. And and right now, Jabi Alonso has his team playing at a better level. Um he's had an incredible I think, I think I may be wrong. I haven't looked at the um I haven't I don't have the standings in front of me. I think they're still undefeated um so far. So Zabi Alonso, let's have him come down to uh, Liverpool and lead our Reds I think he you know he's a young guy you, you talked a little bit about Klopp saying you know he's he's getting a little bit older yeah. he doesn't he he wants to be able to give it his all right and I think for someone like Javi Alonso he's a guy who is early on in his in his managerial coaching career Um, you know he's I think he'd want to ascend. And I think certainly just from a financial standpoint, from an eyeball standpoint, people watching, um, you know, the premier league and Liverpool in particular is, is one of the best jobs in the world. Um, And so, and, and he's had playing experience there, right? They were his first big um, team. And he certainly had a lot of club success there uh, before moving on to, to Real Madrid. But um, I think it's a natural progression. I would love to see it happen. Um, I haven't. I don't know if I've read too many rumors on on this being a thing, um, but I'm hoping it picks up, and I, I'm i hoping he ends up there. So, um, you know, but, but again, I think good things ahead uh, for Liverpool. I think we have some really good young players, obviously led by uh, um, our, our boy, uh, oh boy Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, so, you know, I'm excited for the future. Obviously kind of shocked to hear that Jurgen Klopp is leaving. Um, but you know, depending on where we go from here, I think it can be exciting new directions,
0: but I just looked up the, uh, rankings and they are undefeated. So they got 15 wins, four ties, zero losses, and they're leading the league right now. And they're going really strong. So that'd be good if we can get that type of level. And somebody who knows kind of the atmosphere that Liverpool plays by how, how we want to get it done. And especially a guy who's won it all with us. Like you mentioned, hell yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it'd be awesome if we could do it. Um, I let, let, let's move. Let's talk, um, obviously about the, um, the NFL playoffs. Uh, what uh, before we do, I actually just, as a, as a side, um, as a sidebar, um, you know, we don't, we don't need to, to linger on this, but, I just want to talk about the NBA because it's been popping off. It's been crazy yeah. a little bit recently. So uh, with all the with all the 70 point games, I um, <laughs> oh, obviously yeah. Joel scored 70. Luca had 73. Um, even Cat. Cat had like 64 and his whole team shitted on him for it. <laughs> that was hilarious. it's
0: because they lost
1: yeah. <laughs> he scored 64 and the coach and the team was just like you basically they were like you happy now like you know you scored <laughs> yeah 64 and you lost. um but there's this whole thing like there's it's been a it's been kind of crazy to see right because like i remember like for the longest time scoring 50 was like a big deal like you might have yep. two games in a season where players scored 50, right? And, like, that's why the Kobe 81 thing was so crazy because, like, the I think the last person to score 70 before Kobe had 81 was David Robinson, and this was, like, the early to... Yeah, I think the early part of the 90s, right? And wow, so man. that type of scoring was unheard of. And then, like, you know, Luka had 73. It's only eight points less. That's only you know three shots two threes and a and a two less than kobe had so it's like it's kind of crazy to think about how the scoring is is happening i it's not that I, I, I look it's cool to see whatever right like it's not that i have a problem with it it's that i think there's some things that need to be tweaked from the nba's perspective um i think one they just have to do a better job of calling the the rules like they are right like i think players get away i'm not i'm not saying this about like luca for example or or joel but i'm just saying in general right now right like you have so many players you have like eight guys in the league right now averaging more than 30 right it used to be like if you were averaging 30 points in the league you were you were the top scorer in the league right and now you got you got like eight, maybe 10 guys averaging 30, a lot and of so people. I would like to see just, just call the, just, just call the stuff. Right. So like, you know, if someone carries, call it, if someone travels, call it, they don't really do that. Um, and so maybe they need to mess around with that a little bit, but yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to see. And, um, what i what i what i think also i want to say is like all these people scoring all these crazy points i still think jokic's the best player in the world come playoff time jokic does exactly what the hell you need from him so if you need him to score 60 he's going to score 60 and nobody can stop him but if he needs to take 12 shots and score 25 points and have 20 rebounds and 15, 16 assists, he's going to do that too. So again, the NBA to me is a post trade deadline league. It's a, it's a playoff league. I know who's going to be in the playoffs. Um, Go prove it in the playoffs. Right. So like out West, the, the Clippers have been killing it yeah. and all that, uh, you know, but we'll see like to me the clippers i don't know like uh can never really stay healthy unfortunately Mm -hmm. um you know and it's like they just don't have the size for the best team in the west i think um the denver nuggets they probably don't even have the size to go up against um a team like um the timberwolves even though the timberwolves are starting to kind of kind of you know starting to come back to the pack so um but yeah we'll we'll see i think the nba obviously like it's been kind of crazy just all these 70 point 60 point games recently um doc rivers man doc rivers the coach of the of the bucks um what are your thoughts on that so it's going to take a while for them to
0: adjust. Even Doc Rivers said himself going into the season or going into the games mid-season after changing coaches is one of the hardest things to do. And it kind of showed the Bucks, uh, He's been coaching for two games and they're 0-2. And they even lost last night in Dame's homecoming. It was his first time back in Portland and they lost to a really That's bad Portland, uh, man. Portland Trailblazers team. So I think kind of like you said, like once come playoff time, they'll get going. They'll get... To where they need to be. How, kind of like you mentioned, with the post-trade deadline stuff, there's already been some big trades that have been happening. And one that I want to shout out is this Pascal Siakam trade up the Pacers. What a great trade for them! They're already a young team led by Haliburton, and they've been playing well this season to begin with. They're 27 and 21, and just a few games back from the three seed in the East. And now they added Siakam, who's was a number one option with the Raptors. I think they're going to be a dangerous team come playoff time. And I also want to shout out my Cleveland Cavaliers who have won 13 out of their last 14 games without Garland, without Mobley. We have just been balling out. And I think low-key Mobley getting hurt has helped so much in the development of Jared Allen. He's got um, 16 consecutive double-doubles, which is the most in our franchise history consecutively and um our bench guys have been playing so well last year losing to the knicks hurt because if donovan mitchell wasn't scoring nobody was now i feel like we kind of developed the confidence from our bench to start scoring the guys like karis lavert isaac coro points up they're scoring up and they're starting to play more so i think the Cavs are going to be a team to watch as well but um Besides that, the patience as well. But kind of like you said, we'll see when these other trade comes. And I do think there's going to be a big dip in uh, some really big trades coming, whether it be the Hawks have been uh, talking about DeJounte Murray, Trey Young. The Lakers yep. 100% are making a move. I don't know with who, but they're big the changes coming done. in
1: the
0: I don't know about done. Nah, Last year, they, they started 0-5. They're not even <laughs> no, no. bro. They're under 500 right now. Last year they started 0-6, right? And people are like it it's a must-win game That's for them six in the games. seventh game of the That's season. That's
1: six games. This is forty-five games. This happen a season.
0: Like, maybe they'll make a trade. You never know.
1: Come playoff Who? time. The stars shine. I don't know. I I'm a Lakers fan and like it's really making me question like how much was that how much was that trade worth it to the get you one? No, nah, the 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 or not the trade, the signing of LeBron, because I think oh. um obviously we won a championship. He's an all time, all time great player. But he does any team that he's on kind of becomes a personal quest for him. It means right? a lot. And, yeah. and and it becomes like, oh, like I don't get along with these guys. In terms of like on the floor, he's actually a pretty chill guy, teammate, it seems like. But It's like, I, this, these guys don't fit me with me. Now these guys don't fit with me. Now that guy doesn't fit me. It's like, bro, at some point, you know, you, you play the hand you're dealt and it's like father time's undefeated. He's 39. He can't be (laughs) LeBron. Like he was on the heat, right? Like where he was the best player offensively and defensively for 48 minutes every single night. He can't do that anymore anthony davis just i don't know like he's fine like i know his stats he's been are playing, really yeah. good and whatever but it's just like man like he should be his game just honestly didn't develop that much right like if you look at the other big men in the league that like you know i think naturally you have to compare him to so i'm looking at and I'll I'll throw Giannis into this because he's still you know he he's not thought yeah. of as a big man but he's six eleven. Um, you got Jokic, Giannis, and uh, and Joel. It's like you can run your team offense through them, right? Because they're good enough ball handlers. They're very good passers. Like AD isn't like that, right? And so it's like it's and his defense is going to suffer, especially when he goes up against someone like Jokic who can play at the three-point line or beyond and just be, like, dishing it, right? Because then it's like, what Anthony Davis, if he's playing perimeter defense, now he's he's not even the same level of defender because you really need him to protect the rim and stuff. So the Lakers are a wrap. I don't want to hear it. Um, uh, it. You know, we'll see what happens with these trades. I think the team exactly. that needs to make a trade is the Milwaukee Bucks, I don't know how the hell they're going to do it. Um, Doc Rivers is, is a pretty overrated coach, um, honestly. And so, and Giannis, like, okay, it's not going to be that big a deal because he won a championship. But at some point, like, Giannis, man, like, you you wanted, you, you know, you wanted Milwaukee to make a big move. They went out and got you one of the greatest players of all time, Damian Lillard, right? You didn't like the coach. Budenheiser, or Bud- Bud- whatever Bud- the hell, Co- Co- yeah. Coach Bud. Um, <laughs> so they fired him, even though he won a championship, right? Then you got Adrian Griffin in there. You didn't like him, so now they got you, Doc Rivers, it's like, yo, at some yeah. point, you know, when the when the rubber hits the road, man, you, you you gotta be the one to be like, no, I'm the best player in the world, because he has that ability, and you gotta go out and prove it. Um all right let's let's transition a little bit let's talk a little bit about the NFL obviously the playoffs um the Super Bowl matchup is is set we got the Niners taking on um the the Chiefs um there's also been uh, some big moves in terms of coaching changes so um let's let's get into some of that what what are you thinking about there
0: so with the Super Bowl matchup, I actually have a lot of things to say about that. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of either team, I'll just start off by saying, and I just wish, going into this playoff, there were so many amazing stories, like CJ Stroud making that run as a rookie, the Detroit Lions winning their first playoff game since 1991, uh, shout out to Jordan, love balling out, and every single one of those, the Cinderella story ended. I was really rooting for the Detroit Lions, and... A lot of people are hating on Dan Campbell for going for it on fourth and two, which I get that's the kind of guy he is. He's a gambling guy and he went for it twice in the first quarter. And I'm like, okay. But there was this one where they were up 14 points and he decided to go for it and he should have just kicked it because it would have yep. made there's a difference between taking like extending the lead and making it a three possession game. If he kicks it and makes it from 14 points to 17 points, I think they're going to the Super Bowl right now because then you can just play the whole game differently. And the second he went for it, Brock Purdy goes down, scores. Jameer Gibbs fumbles, and they score again, sending the Niners to the playoffs. And I really wish that didn't happen because I was rooting for the Lions. I have been all year, and they fell just short, and now we got to watch Niners Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You t-
1: you're you talking like that's a bad thing. I, I like the Super Bowl mat- matchup i'm not look the niners are a division rival all right i don't want them to win the super bowl yeah they're a great team and they certainly have the ability to win they're a great team i'm not a chiefs fan but i'm a patrick mahomes fan i like i love patrick mahomes i think honestly as as far as As far as talent, because you can't compare the resume, right? He just hasn't played 20 years. I think he's the most talented quarterback ever, right? Like his ability to throw the ball, his ability to find the open man in any coverage you throw at him, his ability to scramble and extend plays. I know he doesn't run for a lot of yards, right? But like if you watch the game, he's so good at getting out of the pocket He's so good at staying just behind the line of scrimmage and being able to scan downfield. Um and he's a winner, man. Like he he's already got two Super Bowls. I'm th- hoping he gets his third here cuz I want him to surpass Brady. I hate Tom Brady. Um <laughs> so I want I want um uh Mahomes to be the you know, considered the GOAT in terms of his resume. I want him to have seven, eight Super Bowls um obviously that's going to be very very tough but you know i w- i want to talk a little bit about the 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 detroit and niners game yep cuz so like i i don't want to i don't want to second guess a coach cuz like you know what like they do this for a living i'm here on my sofa right watching the game <laughs> yeah, exactly but here's what i will say right like as a lifelong football fan what i've always thought about and what, co- what what i've always heard old school coaches talk about is like you talked about like the possessions right so it's like if you if you score like a one point lead in the nfl doesn't really matter in terms of scoring right cuz it's just a one one or two there's no difference yeah. right three and four there's a big difference and then seven and eight, there's a difference. Six, seven, eight, nine is what I really want, right? So it's like, it's that type of thing of like, they were up 14. That's a two possession game, right? If you make it three possessions, I know it's 17. It doesn't like kill them, whatever, right? But I always think about it gives me a little bit of breathing room because then I exactly. can go, if I go on a long, like, time consuming drive, right? If they score twice, they need time to score, right? I have some opportunity to run down the clock. Now, if I have a three-point lead, I can continue and hopefully try to make a long drive. So, like, to me, I'm always going to be more comfortable having a three-possession lead than a two-possession lead, right? And then the chance... And again, if you score a touchdown there, right, versus... Um, a field goal it's still a three possession lead so that's kind of how i would think about it and i would say all right what's the likelihood like all right like the niners are great defense right it's not like you're playing some bum ass team that you're just going to go for right like we even saw with um we saw with we saw with the eagles and i know like they just kind of imploded but like the everybody was like oh the the tush push is is just Every time, if it's less than two yards on fourth down, they're getting it. Well, when it mattered, <laughs> they got stopped, right? Like, defenses yeah. get paid to make stops. So, I'd say, you worked hard, made a drive. You should always try to get points if you can. That's my thing, is, like, I'm always trying to get points if I can. Like, for, for like, going for it on fourth down, here's what I... Here here, here are my two cents of, like, again, I understand I'm not a coach, but here are my two cents if i'm past my own 45 yard line and i'm within like let's say outside of their 40 yard line i want to go for it on fourth down right cuz the field position isn't bad enough to for, for me to be like oh shit like i'm just giving up points yeah and then on the other end like i'm not close enough to where it's a guaranteed three points right i don't want my kickers to be hitting 55 yarders and stuff like that's tough to do right but if i'm within a 50 yard field goal if i have a 45 yard field goal or 48 yard field now come on in the nfl that's a chip shot your kicker has to make that right and so if anytime i have less than let's say less than a 50 yard field goal and it's fourth down Man, I'm going to kick it, take my points, unless the situation of the game dictates where, like, I'm down, I need a score type of thing, right? But if I'm yep. up 14, I'm going to score, man. I just want the points. So that's something that's kind of crazy. Like, I get it. Like, people get into this mathematical, like, oh, like if you score there, here's a X amount of chance that you score. And if you score this, happens. whatever, man, just like, come on, take the points. Not that serious. Um,
0: It's because he was the coach and he's just been known for doing that as I I think why it was more of a bigger deal because I do agree that he got him there. I I think they got to this point by taking the risks all season and all through the playoffs. But yeah, I kind of agree with you. There's a time and place you should go for it and should not is the logical thinking. But he was probably just trying to ice the game because his thing was probably if I get this two yards and we go score a touchdown, make it a 21 point lead. That's pretty tough to come down with a quarter left.
1: The other interesting thing, right? Like, it wasn't fourth and two. I mean, uh, it wasn't fourth and goal, right? It wasn't fourth and goal. No. It was a fourth and two, and then you have to get a touchdown. Like 25 like, more, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. That's like, where's the guarantee, right, that you're going to score a touchdown? Yeah. It's true. Especially against the Niners, man. Like, again... You're not playing who's like a really bottom feeder team, man. Like I I don't know. Like you're not you're not playing the Panthers. Yeah, right? like <laughs> like you're playing the Niners right here, man. Like they're going to eventually they're going to make some stops like and they, and scored they so did. Quick, in too. the second half and they scored really quick and that's the crazy thing about um about the Niners, like, they just have so many ways offensively to beat you, you know? Yeah. Um. Iuke had that long touchdown, and it was lucky for sure, but, like... That was the
0: play after
1: they failed the four-time yeah, version. Yeah. That was the play. <laughs> um, McCaffrey was just, like, running He's all over swing. the field Um. in the second half, especially. I mean, Debo's a mismatch. I know Kittle didn't do much, but he still had a couple catches that... Yeah. You know, got him. key first down. So it's like they just have so many ways to beat you. Um, I think this the obviously this Super Bowl is a rematch of the kind of the uh, it happened a few years ago, three four years ago, yeah. in which the Niners had um Jimmy Garoppolo. This team, the this Super Bowl is obviously going to be completely different, right? Because like the Chiefs don't have yeah. Tyreek. Um, I think Brock Purdy has kind of proven like. He can make some plays when he needs to, right? Um I, it's gonna be an interesting Super Bowl. I always just think, and 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 listen, listen, lesson learned from Tom Brady is you don't pick against the best or the better quarterback. That's true. Right? Especially and 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 look, relative, they like you know, if you have two bums playing quarterback, one of them's better than the other, not. That's whatever, right? But mano a mano, when you have the best quarterback in the league, and Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, hundred percent. I'm not picking against him. I'm not picking against Sandy Reid, right? And then even though, even though, uh, what's his name? Season Kelsey season was down just a tiny bit. I'm not picking against Travis Kelsey. These guys are Super Bowl champs. They know He's how to get balling. the job done. Even been balling out in the playoffs. That defense is spectacular, man. That defense is freaking phenomenal. I mean, they hold, held the Ravens to 10 points. That's crazy. I kind of want to get into
0: that game as well, looking at um, the Chiefs-Ravens game, because that was, that came down to a few key plays, too, with Zay Flowers fumbling on the goal line Pretty much in the end zone, but I kind of want to ask you too. So with Lamar Jackson losing that game on the hill of Lamar Jackson can't throw after watching this season, I take it back. He's actually a pretty good thrower, but he still just can't seem to get over the threshold and make these big plays to get his team wins in the playoffs. So do you think Lamar Jackson is a top five quarterback in the NFL right now? Or where's your list go? Just run me down the list, honestly,
1: because I have mine. All right, Patrick Mahomes, one. A healthy Joe Burrow, number two. Yep. I got to put Lamar at three on that list.
0: Really? Over Josh, over...
1: Oh, over Josh. What has Josh done? Josh, I... ah. He Who did Josh Allen lose two in the playoffs this year?
0: I think Josh is a. I think Josh is a better
1: thrower than so,
0: Lamar Jackson. I think he.
1: I don't know. Sure. Okay. He's a better thrower. Who had more interceptions? That's true. That's true. What about Jalen Hurts? Yo, He's, Jalen Hurts, man. Some, there's. You talk about thrower and all that. Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball still like I mean there was that play there was that play in the Super Bowl last year right where like they need it was like the the last second Hail Mary type of play and the ball didn't even get there but it wasn't even close It was like 10 <laughs> 15 yards short I was like damn man for a guy who squats 600 and does all this <laughs> like he can't eat the ball like that yeah and like this year they completely fell off like it it was good. They started off so good. Like, yeah. They start, and you know what? Like he was kind of emotionless at the end. So I'm not putting Jalen Hurts up there. I'm not, you know, who I might put ahead of Jalen Hurts, honestly. And this might be crazy. CJ Stroud.
0: I can see that. The guys who were kind of on the threshold for me so And, Her- and Herbert's
1: was, probably my fifth. But yeah, go ahead with your list.
0: Was uh, Mahomes at one, Burrow at two, and then Allen at three, Hurts at four, Lamar at five. And then I I was low-key, and I know he didn't have the greatest year, but I still think Stafford's up there. I love Stafford, and I think he's still a great quarterback too, but he's just not top five. Yeah,
1: I think he's still great. I don't think he's top five. But I think, like, for example, I think Stafford is is that guy in that next tier of, like, would I take Stafford over Dak? Yeah, I would.
0: Oh, Dak, yeah. he's. I think he's gone too, how the Cowboys have been talking.
1: Yeah, but it's like... The the, the the point is always who do you replace them with, right? True. Like who you get rid of Dak Prescott. They're not getting ri- rid of Dak because they didn't even get rid of McCarthy. True. Like what the <laughs> yeah. hell are we doing here? You know what yeah. I mean? Oh okay. The first of all, let's do our, our Super Bowl pick. So why don't you tell me who you're taking?
0: Like I said, I don't like either team, but I I'm gonna root for the Niners. Just because the Chiefs and Bengals have a bit of a rivalry. And also No, they don't.
1: Okay. They do
0: we met in the last two AFC championships?
1: Okay. And and every you time you ask both. Patrick Mahomes. It becomes a rivalry. We, we went, went to the
0: Super Bowl. We were are three and one against the uh
1: Chiefs. Chiefs have rings, all right. They got l but whatever, got rings. All right, whatever. You, all right. you, you're there are the, rivals. The Bum ass
0: diners. I'm going to root for the Niners. <laughs> and I and I, that's not me saying I like the Niners either. I just kind of have to root for the Niners. And we'll go score prediction 28-21 Niners.
1: I think the Super Bowl always ends up being a higher scoring game than you think always. And I think it's going to end up being 31-28. It's going to be very close. And then I have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Um just because I think when things are going smooth, right, for Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy's great. He's just fine. That's the cool. problem becomes if the pockets completely collapsing, every you know, other play. What's gonna happen? Because I think every I think the 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 cool thing about what the Chiefs did in that Ravens game, right, was they knew they understood that Lamar loves throwing the ball in the middle of the field. He loves throwing to tight ends, right? Like, like you're telling me. I mean, I got the I won my fantasy league because I had Mark <laughs> Andrews, and then I picked up uh, Isaiah likely, uh, likely right? And so he loves, and they took that away, right? I think the the thing they need to do in this game is take McCaffrey out of the game. Just focus on putting more players in the box because it's like, what, like, you know, all right. Like, can a hobble, Debo, and Brandon Ayuk be enough to beat you? Let's find out, right? Great defenses don't say we're going to take out all four of their weapons. They can't that the, the Niners are yeah. too good. You have to take out one weapon. Right. Weapon. And, 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 and say, all right, come and beat me. And I think Brock Purdy, I think we're really going to find out about Brock Purdy. And like, is he that guy? Right. Is he a super, is he a guy that wins you a Super Bowl or not? And I do have my doubts, but again, I think it's going to be a great game. Cause I think the Niners are a really, really good football team. Um, all right, the last thing that, that and we can end out end out um or, or end the pot on this is um all the hiring stuff with with NFL coaches. Now the thing that I'm shook at I know what you're gonna right? say. I, how yo, how does the GOAT not have a job, man? That that's
0: what I was thinking too. Bill Belichick didn't and Mike Rabel, they both don't have yeah, jobs. Mike Rabel's a good coach.
1: Season. Mike Vrabel's a, a a good coach. Right? I love coach Pete. He doesn't have a job either. But Bill. how the Bill Belichick, man. Like what? <laughs> like if I'm the Bills, how do I not fire Sean McDermott? Yeah, true. The most talented team to have absolutely nothing to show for it. I'm getting yep. your ass out of here, and I'm bringing in the GOAT, and I'm saying, hey, do whatever. You have Josh Allen, right? Please help me build up my defense to where it could actually make some freaking stops every once in a while. So yeah, I don't true. know how the hell this didn't happen. I think this is absolutely crazy. I think if Belichick doesn't coach this year, he's probably just done, right? Because then it's hard to go... Out of the league for a year, then come back, and all that. type yeah. of stuff. So and and he's wow. accomplished
0: so much; he doesn't need to prove himself to anybody. I, I mean, he probably
1: does want that wins record.
0: With w- most wins as a
1: head coach, uh, most who, he- yeah, most this? head coaching wins. Um, Don Shula has that record. With who? 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 Who's he the coach of? Miami, Miami Dolphins, and also the Colts for a little while, but mainly Miami oh. Dolphins. Um, yeah no I think I'm 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 shook at that um uh the the Washington football team today just hired Dan Quinn. That's kind of a tough sell. I mean they they, they played like shit in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um we hired uh McDonald uh from, from the, Ravens. the from the Ravens. I think that's a Mike McDonald. I think that's a great coaching hire for us like I love that coaching hire. I think um you know it's I'm as a Seahawks fan like I'm very excited. I think um yeah, I I think he's a defensive coach, obviously former defensive coordinator. Um he's been in that Ravens system. He yep. you know the last 2 years they had the third and first best scoring uh defense in the league. Um even against the Chiefs they only gave up 17 points. They just couldn't score, right? So it wasn't it wasn't the defense's fault. Um Yeah, I I think we just need to ref, kind of have a refresh. Our defense fell off under Pete. Um you know, since those Legion of Boom days, Legion now our, boom, defense yeah. kinda, our defense was kind of our defense was kind of ass, bro. We we give up a lot of points. Um I saw the the Seahawks Niners game live, and we were getting bullied. Like, yeah, that was it, it. Our defense got bullied, and so I'm hoping Mike McDonald can change that. Um, I think this Geno thing, this Geno experiment is over. Um, I think so too. We have a couple of options. I think one option for us is honestly trading like a second round pick to get. Justin Fields, because I think Justin Fields is an NFL quarterback, um, and he 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 would bring us something that we haven't had in a while, which is you know an athletic type of quarterback. Because I think even like the last few years that Russ was here, he he'd really stop doing that type of stuff. We had our most success when we had a guy in Russell who was like you know dual threat. So exactly, I think Justin Fields can. That's an option. I think spending a first round pick on someone like you know you're you're probably not going to get you're obviously not going to get the top three quarterbacks in the draft but spending a top uh first round uh pick on someone like michael Penix, washington uw shout out or or even like you know someone like bo nix or someone like that that Mm -hmm. jj mccarthy that's a possibility but i think we need to get my the, the the three positions that i'm looking for uh in the draft number one is a pass rusher um number two is going to be an interior offensive lineman and number three is if if the opportunity presents itself get a replacement at quarterback but um you know obviously that that'll be down the road right now it's going to be the super bowl um looking forward to the chiefs and niners um hopefully it's going to be a great game and usher is going to be at the ho- halftime show and like for all these kids who don't know Usher like that man, <laughs> Usher is kind of built for something like the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty hyped up for it because like the last few years, like the Super Bowl halftime shows have been right up my alley. With um, a couple of years ago in L. A. when they had like Dre and Snoop and Kendrick, that was a great one. Them. Eminem, that was phenomenal. Yep. Eminem showed up, yeah, that was crazy. Um, and then and then Rihanna was. She killed. Like it. I was, she killed. The, I was just like, damn. Like, yeah, she had that too. Damn, she's saying that too. It was just like banger after banger after banger. And so, like, yeah, it should be a, it should be a fun game. Um, and and I, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, and uh, kind of like you said, we'll uh see what's going on with these upcoming weeks with the Super Bowl coming up. NFL awards will be next week too, so we'll find out who wins the uh, MVP. All uh, those awards. To Lamar. The, uh, NFL come. Uh, we'll see we'll see no it's uh, gonna
1: be Lamar and it's gonna be unfortunate because like (laughs) he would rather go to the Super Bowl
0: (laughs) yeah so we'll see how all that goes but I think that about wraps up this episode and thank you guys for listening and we'll get you again next week thank you bye all right bye